the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, Episode 17, Watermelon Culture. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Kramer, AV Beyond the Box. This is the AV Profession, the AV Nation show that looks at how to help you do your integration business better. My name is Tim Albright. I'm your host. Uh, with me today to talk about us helping you with your integration business is Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, so you and I have talked a couple times in, in the past about different uh, cultures and, and theories and cultures. And, and when we were talking beforehand about what we were going to talk about today, it, it kind of took me a little bit out of, out of left field. So I'm just going to ask you the question and, and kind of let you go into this. You wanted to talk about the watermelon culture. Yeah. So what is the watermelon culture? Well, uh, it's, it's prevalent, which is a bad thing, and there's a couple of reasons for it. But it's basically when, you know, a watermelon's bright green on the outside, but you don't have to cut too deep until you find just red. And same with projects. And, what, okay. and it, it's almost like the same with truth, is that, you know, you're running projects, and I work a lot with companies that run projects and set up projects and then kind of try and figure out how to finish the project. But what I find is this culture of you better be on time and you better be on budget. And then we ask people, are you on time and budget? And they say, yes. And then in their head, they go, how am I going to make that happen? Because I'm not, but I have hope. And I'll say in this industry, if you have hope, you, you need to move industries because there's no hope on a project. Projects never get better over time. The only they, thing they can do is get not worse. But a lot of people I talk to and coach and consult and, you know, the thousands that I've trained, they're like, my boss doesn't want to hear bad news. And I'm like, well, nobody really does. Yeah. But, but news early is not bad. It's just news. And news with options you know, my client missed their first milestone, we're probably going to have to come in and do overtime. The time to address it is early, not after, you know, there's only three days left in the project. And then we go, oh, we're going to have to work overtime to make this happen. And then we just, you know, messed with five other jobs. So it's, it's the culture of measuring truthful progress. Okay, so how do you yeah. get to that though? That's that's the thing is because the the scenario you just gave was you're you're asking your employee if you're on time and on budget. Yep. They say yes, and then they think in their head that I hope I am. Well, they know they're not, but I hope I can make a miracle come happen. But here's the thing: if if their response is not to call it, you know, not to be yep. too pointed, but is a lie. Yep. How do you get beyond that? How do you get to the truth of that when you're trying to measure things? You really have to start with rewarding them. I mean, telling them. I'm going to reward the truth, no matter what the truth is. And mm. then when people tell you the truth, you got to go, you know, have, sometimes it's a heavy sigh, like, oh, but thank you for telling me the truth. Yeah. Now, what's your recommendation? So it's, it's about, you know, problem solving for the future, not um, blaming. And the other is we're often asking status. And status is more of a where am I at? So it's like putting a piece of chalk behind your car and driving and then saying, where are you at? And I'm like, you know, you look behind the car and you're like, well, I'm right on that chalk line. 
Now, I've been around the same block six times, but I'm right on the line. It's like, well, no, what's your progress? So what's, how much do you have left? Because we often ask people, how much have you spent? And you get into the 90-90 the rule. I've spent 90% of the budget. Great. But I got 90% of the budget left to still spend. It's like, okay, this isn't sounding good. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for progress. How much do you have left? And then I'm also checking early. So we often check on projects or begin to kind of sniff around on projects at the end, saying, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm smelling that you're not doing well. We need to put in either milestones or checkpoints early and say, how are you doing? Like, how are you really doing? And then reward truth early. Well, drill into that for a second because okay. checkpoints and milestones for some people means different things. So yep. what, how would you define that? And then how would you implement that in the, in the early stages okay. when sometimes the milestones are so far apart, right? But yep. you still need the, you need to still need that check-in, you know, on a fairly regular basis to your point to make sure that, that the progress is being made to get to that milestone. Right. So, I mean, if you lay out a, a typical project life cycle, you've got, you know, we want it, and then we had a kickoff meeting, and then we had a client kickoff meeting, and then engineering finished drawings, and then we ordered stuff. Uh, then we started to pull cable or pull wire. Uh, then we terminated and labeled it and all that. Um, and then in a, in a new job, walls are going up, uh, rooms are getting fleshed out. But if I'm doing a site walkthrough and walls supposed to be up, and the wall isn't even close to being up, I ought to be raising my hand then. Because in this industry, especially, the GCs go, well, we'll be fine. It's like, no, you're not. You're behind now. You're going to be behind her later. Yeah. And yet it's like, well, that's, that's your problem, maybe. No, it's, it's your problem, GC, or I'm going to make it your problem by raising my hand now. Uh, and what I find, you know, room ready. So room ready is a big milestone. I, I knew the rumor wasn't going to be ready two months ago. So what was I doing as the AV integrator addressing it either with the client, because sometimes the AV integrator works for the client, not the GC. I'm raising my hand to the client and going, I'm just letting you know from professional courtesy and GC, I'm going to let you know too. I don't think GC's room's going to be ready. And then some people will go, well, you can't irritate the GC. And I'm like, why? They're going to throw me under the bus later. Yeah. And, I, and it's not like I'm lying. It's that, is your room going to be ready? Well, no. Well, then now, now, two months in advance, let's start planning for what we've got to do then. But again, it's progress, but it's also forecast. So if we're behind now, what does the trend show us? And you know, trend lines, which is why they're called trends, trend lines tend to continue. And yet there's this kind of miracle mindset uh, in the industry, which you could do when you were doing simple hang and bangs. It's like, I can hire 10 more people to come in and, and hang stuff. But the more complex these things are and the more integrated the projects are becoming with, with IT facilities, all that other, we can't create a miracle anymore. So it's, it's getting ahead of it from a, and then rewarding that truth, but also looking at the trend and saying, what does the trend show? And is that one of the things that, that I find fascinating is when AV integrators do get behind on certain projects and, and again, not, not because of something they've done, but because the, the space wasn't ready. 
And sometimes GCs will look at them and say, we'll just hire more folks. Yep. And that's just simply not possible because of the nature of the work. Right. So I mean, how, I, I got, well, I've got to raise it to not, you know, not possible. Yeah. There's only one room for one, you know, backside behind the rack. Having two people watch one rack builder, not going to help. Yeah. Um, it's also showing the complexity. So uh, we often talk about the, the equipment to GCs, but we need to say, this is the interface it has to do. I've got to hook you up to IP addresses. I've got to hook into a network that also isn't able to be up because the wall's not up yet. So it's, it's showing the GC where all the interconnections are and how they're impacting that. Because too often we say, well, then I'll be late as the AV integrator, and the GC goes, well, that's your problem. You go make a miracle happen. But I always look to the, to the client and say, well, the room's not done till AV's done. So GC, if you want to make this thing look bad, you know, start now or help me, help, you know, the Jerry Maguire, help me help you. Yeah. Uh, and I find that, that most GCs respect you when you tell them early what it's going to look like and then try and help them out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One, one last question as we kind of sure. wrap up here is then how do you ingrain and create that culture? Back to our original point about what a, a watermelon culture is. How do you get away from that and encourage your folks to tell you some hard truths earlier, just like we're encouraging integrators to tell GCs hard truths early on? It's the personal, it's the leadership mindset of and it's, it's as easy as and as hard as I want to know the truth early. I mean, it's just like a parent. I want to know when you're in trouble before you're in trouble, before I read it in the paper. And then it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, Dad, you really don't. Oh, yeah, I do. And so it's, it's modeling the behavior that you want. And the first time you yell at somebody for, quote, being late, everybody goes, see, I told you. So it's really shifting the mindset to say, I need to, I need to reward. But, you know, there's the... Uh, a quote, and I'm going to shift it a little bit, but a crisis is the instantaneous end of a delusion. And what's that delusion cost? And so we often hold projects and project managers who fix the crisis as heroic. And that's a whole nother piece. Because again, if I solve this hero model, then I actually created you know, the crisis in order for me to solve it. So there's that whole mindset of I'm not, I'm not managing the project well. And then you know, the last piece is we, we need to shift the mentality of our project managers because many of them are still technicians by heart, you know, and they really think that all I have to do is put my tool belt on and I can make it better. And again, you, you can't make a project better. You can only make it less worse. So it's, it's really playing with that. And then seeing early on what are the things that, won't get better, and how do I address them early? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's going to do it uh, for this right, time. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and or Navigate, how do they do so? Brad.Malone at NavigateMC, MikeCharlie.com. All right, very good. Brad Malone from, from Navigate Consulting. My name is Tim Albright. For more information about us and more other podcasts that we do here, you can go to avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. 